What makes a good life? This is the topic of so many books and so many conversations and TV shows. Well, enter Dr. Howard Tucker, who is recorded in the Guinness World Book of Records as being the oldest practicing doctor at 101 years of age. And in today's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about the tips that he gives that has allowed him and enabled him to be still actively practicing at 101. So what are the his tips for the good life? And I'm your host, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. And just before we dive in, I just want to remind you about my NeuroCycle app is now available in the web version. And you can go to neurocycle.app and you can see the link in the show notes and you'll be able to get 20% off if you get the web version of the NeuroCycle app. Then I have my great brainy bundle with my latest book, How to Help Your Child Clean Up the Mental Mess with the little brainy character that's throughout as a toy. You can buy the toy so this helps you to help your child deal with the challenges of life, deal with the emotions that are swirling around, deal with all the things that they're exposed to. I'll give you exactly how to do that in this book. Trauma, habits, social situations, brainy appears throughout the book so it's really great because children relate really well to having a toy to be able to talk about their issues and mental health so it becomes a great tool for that we even have a coloring book um, coloring with brainy and friends which covers various scenarios like being sad or being bullied or whatever and so children can use that to color it in and it becomes a, a point of departure for being able to talk to children about these difficult issues so you can go and find that at our webpage drleaf.com and the link and details will also be in the show notes and also you can watch this podcast if you want via YouTube, just head over to YouTube and look for Dr. Caroline Leaf and you'll find this via YouTube. So for those of you that were listening, are just listening on podcast, the little toy, the, I was holding up the little brainy character toy, which is a little plush toy that is super cute and, as I said, goes along with the brainy bundle. Okay, let's dive in to how to live the good life from... Dr. Tucker, who, I mean, 101 years old and he's still practicing in the Guinness World Book of Records, that's phenomenal. I mean, I plan on doing that. I plan on being 101 and still doing this stuff. So, and in high shoes, okay? <laughs> okay, so just think about it. With the inc- There's so much research and development on longevity and on human enhancement technologies and biohacking to extend life. It's really a, a big deal and a big interest and there's so much about it in books and articles and you'll find it all over the news and everything but i kind of think sometimes when i read all these things which are very fascinating and it's you know interesting to see what's happening but i do question that maybe we or not even maybe i'm pretty certain that we've missed the most important biohack and that biohack is the mind how are we managing our minds There's so much emphasis on things to put into our bodies and things to do to our bodies and to to the physical brain and body. But there isn't enough emphasis on what are we doing to manage our mind that is separate from the brain and the body and that drives the brain and the body. The mind is embodied in the brain and the body. So if we're not managing mind, all the biohacking is certainly going to help, but your mind can undo it all if you don't manage it properly. So I think that's really where we should be putting more of our effort. And this is why I've spent nearly 38 years doing the research that I do and still continue to do the research and publish and do these podcasts and write the books to 
exp- research the mind and help us understand our mind and get those thoughts under, you know, captured and, and sorted out and deconstructed and make intrusive thoughts our best friend and all the different things I talk about and worry and anxiety and, and optimizing our mind. This is what we need to be focusing on. And if we look at the tips that Dr. Tucker talks about, and I'm going to give you his three top tips that has enabled him to at 100 and, at 101 to still be the world's oldest practicing doctor and in the Guinness World Book of Records, his emphasis is on mind throughout. So let's look at his first tip. Okay, tip number one, he constantly keeps his mind, mind active. So the first tip wasn't some biohack physical, it was mind. And what is the hack of mind there? It is to keep the mind active. And he's not just talking about you know, going to the gym, he's talking about keeping the mind active. And his first thing is going to work, keeping, keeping going at work. That's his first main tip. And I mean, this we often hear and there's research showing that when people retire, they go downhill very fast, cognitively and physically and mentally and emotionally. And I mean, I will never retire. I don't encourage people to retire. My oldest patient was an 84 year old who, who basically it, it, it was 84 at the end of the therapy, but at 79, he retired as a pilot. He was a pilot and he's retired as a pilot and he went back to go and do his favorite, next favorite thing in his life, which was to become an accountant. And he studied to become an accountant qualified at 84. And I mean, that's like such a great story, but this is, we should keep going. We shouldn't be stopping. You can maybe change jobs or change things, but first to keep your mind active, keep going to work. I did a great podcast on how work should be meaningful and aligned with your core values, which is a, a tip from a, from an ancient philosopher, Epicurus. And I'd recommend you go back and listen to that because that's important to go to work and work that has meaning and aligns with your core values. The holidays are here, which is a perfect timing for today's sponsor, OneSkin. We all know that with all the holiday fun and festivities comes stress and harsh weather, that can really take a toll on your skin. But thanks to OneSkin's disruptive approach that targets skin aging at the source, you can finish off 2023 with your skin at its healthiest. Their products are powered by groundbreaking peptide, OS1, which is the first ingredient scientifically proven to prevent the accumulation of aged senescent cells, the primary culprit behind skin aging. And the real magic, OS1 has actually been proven in the lab to actually reduce the biological age of the skin by several years, meaning it not only prevents but slows down skin aging, leaving you with healthier, more hydrated and glowing skin. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organizations, OS101 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers and diminish visible signs of aging, wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. Indeed, alongside my mind management routine, OneSkin's products have become an essential part of my daily wellness routine. I especially love their OS01 Eye Topical Supplement, which has dramatically improved the wrinkles and bags around my eyes, giving me a more refreshed and youthful glow as I go about my day. OneSkin just launched their mini bundles, which include face and eye topical supplement, body lotion, and cleanser, which all come in a cute travel bag. If you're traveling this winter, OneSkin has your mini skincare essentials covered. And if you're gifting this holiday season, OneSkin's mini bundles are the perfect stocking suffers. 
For a limited time, our listeners can enjoy an exclusive 15% off OneSkin products using the code DRLEAF. When you check out at oneskin.co this holiday season, give yourself and your loved ones a head start on your New Year's resolutions to swap your skincare for skin longevity. Get 15% off OneSkin products using the code DRLEAF when you check out at oneskin.co. The link in details will be in the show notes. Second thing, he says he never retired and keeps his mind busy even in his old age, solving medical problems and keeping updated on the most current research. So he's always solving medical problems. So he's challenging, using his mind to challenge his mind and therefore challenge his brain and therefore challenge his body. Healthy mind, healthy brain, healthy body. So he's solving the medical problems, reading the research. I mean, these are fantastic things. This is why I will keep doing research until I die. I will keep reading medical and research papers and writing them till I die. I will keep writing books. I will keep reading fantasy, all these things that I talk about because this is this guy's 101 and he's doing that. He essentially has constantly challenged his mind and brain and has strived to learn new things his entire life. So are you constantly challenging your mind? Are you constantly challenging your mind and therefore your brain because what you do with your mind, your brain responds? And are you striving to learn new things all the time? Just the other day, I had to learn how to understand the back end of our app, which I didn't think was relevant to what I do because I've got a team to do that. But I realized that in order to do certain types of research, I needed to have an understanding. So to really challenge my mind, but that's good every time you do that. My husband, Mac is 68, I'm 60, and he is learning to fly that's been on his bucket list so he's becoming not a commercial pilot but he's learning to fly small planes and the work that goes into that he's constantly challenging his mind we're still both working we're not going to retire no plans in our life to in our life to retire i'm going to follow dr tucker's advice to a t he essentially he he not only keeps his mind stimulated but he exposes his brain to new challenges so that's like my my husband flying or myself trying to understand the back end of the app, which is like so out of my wheelhouse. When I sit with my research team and I sit with like one of my research team, Charlie, who's incredibly good with all the neurophysiology side of what we do and incredibly good with statistics and numbers. And he has these sheets of numbers and statistics and he just looks at this and he, and he understands it and tells him stories. And I, it's so out of my wheelhouse as well. But by sitting through those meetings, I'm challenging my mind. I ask questions. I learn. And I, I mean, every single meeting as a primary investigator of our research, I, I'm in every single meeting, even if I'm not actively doing the statistics or whatever it may be, I am learning, trying to understand as much as I can. So you want to expose your mind and brain to new challenges. This is mind work. So the decision for me to get into that meeting and understand what Charlie's saying or to understand what my RG or developers explaining about the back end or whatever, that is I'm using my mind to make the decision to, to do it and I'm using my mind to understand it. Learning new ways of doing things in our business, that's, and that's challenging my mind. And the, the more you keep your mind stimulated, the more you stimulate neuroplasticity, which I speak about a lot. So the, the brain-mind-body network has a remarkable ability to be endlessly reorganized and grown and optimized. And that regrowing and optimization comes from this challenge, active mind work that, that, that this Dr. Tucker is talking about and that I do in my life. And probably you, maybe you do too, but is it a, make it a, a determined effort, be intentional and deliberate about making this part of your lifestyle. When you do that, 
you are setting up your mind-brain-body network for success and for longevity and for health. So my neuro, it, it basically directing that neuroplasticity in the right direction. So basically neuro, neuro neural networks are growing, a neuro mind-brain-body networks are growing. So it's problem-solving, medical challenges, new things that forces the brain to adapt and grow. You get more gamma wave flowing, which is active when you are challenging your mind and you're trying to learn new things and you're trying to manage things. And that brings tremendous health to the brain. When you don't have as much gamma activity, your brain is not as healthy, your body is not as healthy, your mind is not as healthy. So then his second tip, so the first tip in summary then is go to work, keep your mind active with challenges, keep your mind active with the new, trying to solve problems and so on. So the second tip is he stimulates his mind by remaining socially active, okay? So community is essential, we know that. We know that the epidemic of isolation the heart's causing sickness. We know that when people are isolated, it increases their chance of getting cardiovascular disease by huge percentages. We know that people die from loneliness. I've spoken about it, written about it in my books. The Surgeon General spoke about it on my podcast last year. I mean, it's all over the place. There's books. So we know loneliness is not good for us. We know we need deep, meaningful connection. Community is absolutely essential. The work done on the Blue Zones also shows that community is absolutely essential in longevity. So community is an essential part of humanity. And so, and, and is so healthy for our minds, brains, and bodies. Do you have a community? You know, we live in a very individualistic society, which I've spoken about often. And people are just going to work and going home. Are you, do you have a community of support? Do you have friends or family? Or can you create a community? Can you, can you, can you create a community? Can you become part of a community? Do you have a community? Even if it's just a few people to, and different t- parts, elements of a community, maybe it's a couple of different communities, but we need community. So whether we like having alone time or not, we still need community. So it doesn't mean that you have to be with someone all the time. I love my alone time and I love having time with people too, but I love being, being alone. And, but I know I've got a community. I have a strong family community. I have a strong friend base. I have an extended family community and we make, be making plans in our life to even extend that community, strengthen that community even more, especially as I'm getting older. We're making literal physical plans in our life to, be able to be with our grandchild more and our children more and so on. So, in fact, engaging positively with people in our social support network correlates with a number of desirable physical and mental outcomes and those which increase longevity. You are healthier mentally and physically, which increases peace, happiness, and your immune system, your endocrine system, your cardiovascular system. Your Every system of your body is going to benefit when you are, number one, mentally active with your mind, and number two, when you are, you are socially active, you're going to have a complete and utter change in your neurophysiology. Have you heard about Senolytics yet? It's a class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago, and they have been called the biggest discovery of our time for promoting healthy aging and enhancing your physical prime. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells cause symptoms of aging such as aches and pains, slow workout recoveries, sluggish mental and physical energy associated with that middle age feeling. Also known as zombie cells, they are old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they're taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves of a plant, Qualia Senolytic removes those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. 
Since I've started taking Qualia Synalytic as part of my mind management routine, I have more energy and feel younger, more productive and enthusiastic in life with less aches and pains. I take it just two days a month and love that the formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free and ingredients are meant to complement one, one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together. Plus, it comes with a 100-day money-back guarantee. Resist aging at the cellular level and try Qualia Synalytic. Go to neurohacker.com forward slash Dr. Leaf for up to $100 off and use the code LEAF at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com forward slash Dr. Leaf for an extra 15% off your purchase. The link and details will be in the show notes. So community involvement has been associated with mental health, cognitive resilience, reduction of chronic pain, lower blood pressure, improved cardiovascular health, improved immune function, improved endocrine function, the power of healing in groups. And where you see so many like rehabilitation sort of situations like AA and refuge recovery and smart recovery and, and those kinds of things is there's so much power in healing in groups. A lot of communities will have little groups. Churches have like little groups that can meet weekly, for example. These communities are very important for for the health. So the power in, of healing in groups and reaching out to others to help others as well, as opposed to just getting help for yourself is really important. So community is you benefiting, but you also giving and giving to others is part of your own healing. There's research showing that when you are helping others, you improve your own healing. You know, there's a, quite a lot of research in that vein. So high levels of social support predict longevity. So high levels of social support predict longevity. High levels of in, interactive and, and sorry, high levels of an active mind predict longevity. So with your mind, you make the decision to be socially interactive. It's you, you're using your mind to interact with others, to be part of a community, to give into that community, to talk to the, the people in that community, to create deep, meaningful relationships, to do things together, to help each other, to, that's all mind work. Okay. So high levels of social support predict longevity, at least as reliably as healthy eating and regular exercise and in fact more so while low levels of social support are as damaging as high blood pressure low levels of self of, of social support are as damaging as having a high blood pressure and high levels of social support are reliably are, are improving our health as reliably as we know as in fact more so than eating healthy because our mind being active and our mind being using our mind to be active and using our mind to be socially healthy is going to improve our food choices and also how nutrition gets into our cells. Because when we don't feel good about ourselves and we isolated, our body doesn't work in the right way and you can't get the, you don't get optimal nutrition. Even if you're eating good food, you'll lose the, the full benefit from that food if you're not, if you're not managing your mind, if your mind is not, because your mind's pretty much driving your ability to absorb that nutrition, which is super interesting. So, I challenge you, what, you know, what changes can you make in your, in your life in terms of being act more active in your mind? Tip number one, reading more, doing more problem solving work, not thinking of retiring, maybe changing work that's more interesting or creating other side interests that are, that are going to be challenging you. So, you know, keep that work factor going, that active mind in terms of work and then making the decision to be more socially interactive. And then his third tip, to keep his mind stimulated in a fun way by reading for entertainment. So he reads for research. 
and he also reads for entertainment. So he's made a decision of his mind. Your mind is doing the reading and your mind uses your brain as you're reading. Your mind uses your, your brain as you're doing the social interaction. Your mind uses your brain as you're doing the work. So your mind's the driving force here. Mind to work, mind to socialize, mind to read for entertainment. I've done a whole podcast on the importance of reading fantasy and reading fiction and fantasy and to read it in in balance. But he has a strong element in his life where he reads for pure entertainment. Sometimes the best gifts are the ones you give yourself. And Butcher Box is here to help you treat yourself to more delicious, wholesome meals. They take the guesswork out of finding high-quality meats with humanely raised beef, pork, chicken, seafood and more delivered right to your doorstep. After a long and busy day, there's no better feeling than knowing I can skip the grocery store because I have food I can trust already waiting for me in my freezer. One of my favorite meals to make this time of the year is my family's ricotta lasagna, which I make using Butcher Box's delicious 100% grass-fed ground beef. It truly makes all the difference in this recipe. I love that Butcher Box partners with folks who share their high standards and truly care about how animals are raised. Plus, they'll be Crop TM certified which makes me feel even better about my decision to be a part of the ButcherBox community. They also make sure their members are taken care of. ButcherBox offers great deals on high-quality meat. It's hard to come by at the grocery store, like free-range USDA certified organic chicken wings. If you're paying for chicken wings, you're doing it wrong. For a limited time, new members get three pounds of chicken wings in every order for a year when you sign up. So sign up today at butcherbox.com forward slash drleaf and use the code Dr. Leaf to get free chicken wings for a year. That's three pounds of free-range organic chicken wings free in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash Dr. Leaf and use the code Dr. Leaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. I mean, this is something that my years as a, as a, as a new, of research as a neuroscientist and as a practicing clinician has been one of my recommendations for people is to read, stimulate your mind by reading. Whatever the age, it stimulates multiple parts of your brain. So go and listen to that podcast. I did a whole podcast on reading fiction. Now, one reason why reading can help keep our mind as sharp as we age is that it challenges our cognitive abilities. Because when you're reading, you've got it's challenging memory because you've got to read, remember a batch of information. And then in order to process the next thing, you've got to read from chapter to chapter. You've got to remember from day to day as you read. You've got to remember what happened before. You've got to remember the details of the character development, the names of the character. It's also stimulating you to think. It, you've got to imagine in your mind as you listen, as you read all the different scenarios that they create. It stimulates you to apply to your own life or the lives of your loved ones and so on. So it improves cognitive abilities. It requires us to, reading requires us to comprehend and interpret complex information. So you've got to comprehend and interpret. So it's stimulating your intelligence. You've got to follow plot lines, as I've said. You've got to remember character details. You've got to connect, make connections between various elements in the text. It becomes a great form of socialization. Like I'm reading a whole series that my three, my two daughters have been reading. And we have these text conversations and verbal conversations about what's happening in the story. I'm sure you've done the same thing, but it generates a lot of social interaction. There's a lot of fun how we'll reference a character and say, Oh, that's, that one's Cassian or. That I need that dragon to get rid of that person or whatever you 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 bring in. So so the reading can filter back into the socialization aspect. So you know that you've got the one the feedback looping set up there. 
you've got to, so the other part of the cognitive engagement of reading, improving cognitive functioning, engaging in these reading on a regular basis is activating, is, it means that you're engaging in these kinds of cognitive tasks on a regular basis. So it's exercising your mental faculties, which is so important. So it exercises memory, attention, problem solving, and that contributes to maintaining your cognitive function. Okay, so it all works hand in hand. And then that helps to reduce the risk of age-related things like of, of age-related plus unmanaged toxic thought issues like cognitive decline so and, and the dementias and Alzheimer's disease and those kinds of things. So these three tips, keeping your brain active, being socially active and reading for entertainment or can help as in a proactively preventative way against things like Alzheimer's and dementias and, and a cognitive decline. And that goes hand in hand as well. And I've spoken about this before that also using managing issues in your life, like using the neurocycle to manage traumas and things like that, also very important in preventing cognitive decline. But I'll do another podcast on that at some point. So reading a good book can be incredibly therapeutic. Not only does it build the brain, increase your stress resilience, but it can be very enjoyable and happy experience. I mean, you just enjoy it. And this is what Dr. Tucker emphasizes. It's the enjoyment factor besides all those other fantastic things that reading does which I've gone into detail in that in my other podcast he really emphasizes the enjoyment and happiness factor it's so enjoyable I mean have you got caught up in a book where you just can't wait to read the next thing to see what happens and then you've got to wait for the next series in the book and it's so frustrating and then when it comes you get so excited um, that it's arrived you know that's enjoyment that's good for you that enjoyment and anticipation and excitement and happiness that it brings you is very good for longevity it's very good for being able to still be leading the good life when you're 101 getting ready for the holidays well i am too there are so many things on my to-do list including buying holiday gifts for all my friends and family no matter what you're buying this season When you use the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can build your credit scores with on-time payments for everyday purchases. Plus, there's no annual fee, interest or credit check to get started. You can also get paid up to two days earlier with Chime. With their qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Plus, you have access to 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Start building your credit. Open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at chime.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's chime.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA member FDIC. Out of network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Call 1-844-244-6363 for details. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Visiting a library is a great place to start. I mean, I love libraries, love sitting in a library, love going to libraries. Makes me so sad when I've done work in the schools over the years. And, you know, in South Africa, you have libraries in every school. When I came to the States, I was horrified that there's so many of the charter schools, for example, that don't have libraries. And when I would train teachers there, I would go and, and we would get literally create libraries. We would get libraries started in schools and introduce the day, start the day with reading to children. Great way to start the day in 
at any stage, whether it's pre-K all the way through to 12th grade, is start the day with some reading. It gets the brain prepared for the work of the day. That's not a waste of time. It's totally productive. And same thing with your work. When you introduce reading into your this fun entertainment reading, it's not taking away from your work. It's enhancing your work. That's really important to understand. So visiting a library is a great place to start and having a deadline to return a book will encourage you to actually read it instead of just forgetting about it. So, you know, this is what I would do with my children. I would take them to the library. They would select their books and they would read them and then they would take them back at the right time. The whole process. And so it's important to read books that interest you, that grab your attention and not just books that you think you should read and read widely. Open your mind. Don't get stuck in just reading like that belief system that you've grown up in. Read about other belief systems. Read about other people's stories. Read about other other things, don't be scared to read and, and know more about this world. It may even be a good idea to schedule a time to read, you know, to maybe find a time where you think, okay, well, I'm to get yourself back into it, you might have to say, okay, I am actually going to stop work at five o'clock and after dinner from seven till nine or seven till eight, I'm going to read, you know, schedule a time to get yourself, once you're into it and once you got caught up in a series, it's kind of like what I mentioned this before in the reading podcast is that on my way, when we live in, we live in Miami as well. And on the way down to the gym, I'll, or getting in the car, I'm on my phone reading in the elevator, reading the next thing. Cause I'm so excited to see what happens next. You know, that's really good for your brain, really good for your mind. So conclusion, three main tips to that Dr. Tucker gives that he believes are the, it's obviously other things as well. And I'm, and I'm, and healthy eating and all that kind of thing. But his top three tips are mind related. His top three biohacks. To still to be in the Guinness that have, that have got him into the Guinness World Book of Records as the oldest doctor that is practicing at 101 are keep your mind active by going to work, keep your mind active by being socially interactive, keep your mind active by reading for entertainment. Beautiful. Three beautiful, simple, easy tips. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope that you go, that you'll share it with friends and subscribe to my podcast and give me feedback. And if you can leave a review for me, that'll be amazing. And you know what? If you enjoyed it, do that. And if you enjoyed it, come back next week. I'm here for you. I'm here to help you get as much meaning out of life and give you these little tips to help you find that peace and happiness and get your mental health managed, which we all deserve. So thanks for joining me and I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline E. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests.
The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.